You're tuned in to the 13th Annual Player Networking Event, live from Super Bowl 47 in New Orleans on VoiceAmericaSports.com. Now, back to Ray Ellis, Lamar Campbell, and members of the Voice America Sports team. Okay, we're back. Of course, we're coming to you live from New Orleans. I, you know, for a minute, I thought I was in Phoenix, Arizona, but I'm at the Super Bowl. And, of course, it's in New Orleans. It doesn't get back to Phoenix still until two years from now. Of course, we'll be in New York next year. Uh, and then, of course, we will make our way back to Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, I was blessed to, of course, just uh, spend some great time with Spencer Tillman, a tremendous example. And, and Spencer, of course, has done the good to great thing because he's doing great things off the football field after he's finished playing. And I, I was just I was I was blessed. I was blessed. It was truly uh, a blessing for me. Uh, he was a great example, continues to be a great example of what players can do when they leave the game and they transition, particularly if they're interested in, in broadcasting. So I want to thank Spencer, who, of course, will be our host at our VoiceAmerica.tv special. We'll be coming live from 7, I think it's about 7.15 to 9.15. Uh, and, of course, you can listen and watch Spencer Tillman as he delivers that live broadcast Internet TV. But right now, I'm joined by a fine young man who's, who's doing good. And the good is that they're still playing football. Those great things are going to come once they finish playing football. And, of course, this is young man that I'm talking about now is Donald Strickland. Strick, I'm going to call you, man. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Oh, that's wonderful, man. So, so listen, you know, this is, I believe, the second player networking event that I've seen you at. You were here last year, am I correct? I, I was here. I was participating with Vernon Davis and his foundation. That's so. exactly right. So you, so you got this is your second. You came back. That's what I'm happy about, Strick. I'm happy about the fact that that young men like yourself who are still in this game of, of pro football uh, find time to come here to the Super Bowl, not just in all the enjoyment, the festivities of the party, but to come to the player networking event to seek out opportunities if they already have a business to display their business, of course, but. That lets me know that you're on the right track to getting yourself prepared for that transition. What are some of the things, if it's been exploratory, or you may have some things in place now, but what are some of the things you've been thinking about as it relates to your transition from the game? And it may not be anytime soon, you know, because if somebody comes calling, I'm sure you're going back, man, after all these years you put into the game. But what are some of the things you thought about? Well, you know, it's always preparing for life after football. You know, this game is, is not for long. You know, you have injuries. You have, you know, different circumstances that that can hinder, you know, your, your ability to play. So you have to have something to fall back on. And that's why education is so important. And this is another platform to kind of get education in the business sense. And, you know, I started my own business um, about five years ago. And um, while playing, you know, it's kind of hard to start your own company and still continue to have the demand of football. So it's taken some time to actually get it off the ground. But right now, you know, I'm in that transitional stage and it's like the perfect alignment for me to actually kind of start my business as well. So, you know, that's some of the things that I'm doing. I want to, you know, engage with other players and collaborate and work together and see how we can, you know, make positive impacts on, on, on the community. Well, you know, I, I would like to commend you on the fact that you started five years ago. Donald, this is, you got double digits in the National Football League, right? Well, nine, nine years. Well, this will be the tenth year if, if you go back, of course, next year. And for somebody, you know, five years into your career to start thinking about what I'm going to do after football. Now, of course, you know, that five years is longer than the average person who plays the game. So those first five years, you didn't really think about it. Was it that you didn't really think about it or you just didn't start it? No, Which would you say it would be? No, I was always, I always had the end in mind when I came into the league. That's why I graduated prior into entering the draft. 
you know, so it was very important because I knew, you know, the three-year average career. I actually started, you know, the process of my company my third year when I got released by my first team, you know, so it was like the worst emotional defeat that I had. And through that time, I found inspiration to kind of start my own and go out and, and, and quest and, and figure I could do it myself. And that's when the whole planning started to take place. And I participated in the NFL Business Entrepreneur Program, all four of them. You know, they gave me confidence to go out there and and envision and take my vision to to make it what it is today. Let, let's talk about that, that, um, that hiccup in the road, if you will, Donald, because you said you were released from your first team. Was that the wake-up call for you in terms of, hey, they're serious. This does not last for long, <laughs> you know. Uh, I may not be playing in the National Football League for 10 years like I would want to or, or, or 12 years like I would want to, or it just may not be a long-term because it's not a career. This may not be a long-term job. Was it that first release? Because maybe some players, I'm not saying it was, mm -hmm. that is the answer for you, but for some players that might be the only answer. But was that the answer for you, a wake-up call for you to kind of get to thinking about, I need to start looking at something else? It was definitely a pivoting point um, in my career, you know, because at that time, you know, I was, I was playing well. You know, injuries kind of hindered, you know, my performance. And as you know, if you ain't on the field, you, you really, you know, no good to the organization. But I didn't really understand that until they actually, you know, released me. You know, I was a starter, you know, for, for a number of years, you know, for the Colts. And then... You know, all of a sudden, one injury kind of took me out, and next thing you know, I'm, I'm on a free agent market. You know, and at that time, you know, I was just, I was really shocked. You know, um, but that's the nature of the business, and it, and it, 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 it actually did give me a wake up call. Uh, one thing I would say, my, that's how my career ended. Is I, I too was a starter, get hurt, and, and they released you. I, I think sometimes when that happens, like you said, you're in a state of shock because. The way they make you feel about yourselves and your abilities when you're healthy and when you're playing, it's like, I'm really a part of this team. I'm a part of this family. But it's, it's the business side that we really don't understand. That How could somebody do that? Would somebody do that? So do you think that perhaps maybe it's important for people like yourself who are veteran players? Do you have an obligation with younger players to speak to them about the business and help them to understand I know you're doing well right now. You're, you you set some records last year. But if you get injured next year, it, it could be a different story. Do you think that's something that perhaps maybe some veteran players should share with some younger players? Because I know they're not thinking about it. You know they think they're invincible when they get into the league. Because I felt that way. I'm not sure you did. But in terms of I'm not going to get hurt because I'm working out. You know, I'm keeping myself in shape. I didn't feel that that was going to be a problem. And I had the talent to play. Do you think that more players might spend some time with the younger players to really help them do that and understand that this really is a business? I think they do that, you know, already. You know, um, it's maybe not as noticed as, as much or on the surface, but, you know, it, it is important to give back and, and, and to educate, you know, our, our, our younger ones that's coming up. You know, and it's the same thing, you know, in life. You know, you want to help out the younger generations because they're going to take over and, and run things, you know, later on. So I think... You know, if a veteran, you know, can share his experiences with a younger rookie or, you know, second to third year player, I think it's so much beneficial, you know, that they won't make the same mistakes or at least they have the knowledge to know not to make those same mistakes. Donald, let me ask you something. Do you think that um, as, is it as easy 
to do as it is to say because perhaps maybe that person that you might want to mentor that that you, that you might want to be that role model with you want to help him with that transition might be there to take your job you know is that that make it kind of hard to do <laughs> it is a conflict of interest at some point you know but for me you know um just being a bigger person being a better person understanding the nature of the business you know um you only can control what you can control you know and if you can help somebody along the way you know, I think what you put out there in the world is what, what comes back to you, you know. So eventually, you know, things are going to turn around for you regardless if you're going through, you know, a situation as, as being cut or mentoring, you know, somebody to, to prepare them, you know, for the business side of, of a sport, of a professional sport. Of course, I'm talking to Donald Strickland, who's uh, played a number of years in the league, uh, spent some time with my former team, the Philadelphia Eagles. I know that, you know. Yep. And, uh, of course, last year played with the Jets. Well, correct? yeah, yep. That yep. was the year before last, actually. Okay, year before last with the Jets. And, and now here's at the Player Networking event for his second year in a row. And, uh, Donald, you're here. Uh, there, there's some other players here that you've seen, some businesses that, uh, that they own. Uh, you, it's not like you're the only person here. Uh, but those people out there that are listening, they can't see that. Uh, how does it make you feel to see some of your colleagues, members of your fraternity, who have uh, done the best they possibly can uh, to change that negative connotation about the dumb jocks out here? Obviously, you see some people here that are pretty smart uh, and, and got some pretty successful businesses. How do you feel about, and is, do you think it's, it's changing? That, that thing is going away. We're, we're, we're eradicating that. People can no longer say that. I think it's, it's exciting to, you know, see other players, you know, taking their dreams and, and doing for themselves you know it's a it's a wonderful opportunity for us to collaborate and join forces together you know to build to build our brands and i think the dynamic is changing you know i i witnessed the 30 for 30 gone broke and it, it was you know discouraging to see how how many players you know lose lose their income and I think the player networking event gives us an opportunity you know to join together as a band of brothers and collectively position ourselves to be better. And uh, you're right. And this is the 13th annual Player Network event. Uh, we're coming to you live from the Super Bowl. I hear music. That means we got to take a break. Donald, thank you so much, Strick. Man, I, man, I've been enjoying watching you for years. I wish you continued success. If you want to go back, fine. If you don't, I know you handle your business, brother. Appreciate I appreciate it. it. Appreciate right. it. Thank you for having me. Thank you. The American Business Person Show, the official sponsor of Making Dreams Come True. The American Business Person is designed to engage, educate, promote success, and move people into action. It outlines possibilities and tactics that will help people prevail to make their American dream come true. Contact Rich at TheAmericanBusinessPerson.com for a free consultation to discover how to make your business goals a reality. Join in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel or on demand 24-7 at TheAmericanBusinessPerson.com. Communication is the key to success, both on and off the field. I'm communication expert Jill Schiffelbein, the impromptu guru. As a former athlete, I know what it takes to be successful as you go from the locker room to the boardroom and all points in between. I will teach you presentation, communication, confidence. With skills like that, you know you'll always be in business. Get the tools you need to succeed at impromptuguru.com forward slash athletes. Again, that's impromptuguru.com forward slash athletes. 
Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Hey, did you know Voice America has partnered with the Kidstar Network to expand their reach through Voice America Kids? Voice America Kids will feature talk radio for kids, by kids, along with special event programming and live broadcasts. Each program is conveniently archived for on-demand listening at any time. Please check our archives for the latest events and happenings on voiceamericakids.com. Get in the game. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to the 13th Annual Player Networking Event, live from Super Bowl 47 in New Orleans on VoiceAmericaSports.com. Now, back to Ray Ellis, Lamar Campbell, and members of the Voice America Sports team. Okay, we're back. Of course, we're live. And I said, one time I messed up and said we were live in Arizona. I'm never going to say that again because we are live in New Orleans. New Orleans, however you say it, but I'm trying to get it right and one thing I am going to get right is the fact that this is the 13th annual player networking event. I again, again want to thank Guy Troop uh, for his vision and to know that this is something that is needed and build it and they will come. And I'll tell you what has come to me today and I'm blessed to have in the presence of another young man. I, I'm going to give the name up to him because he deserves it. Because <laughs> he, he, he did a lot of things with that name, made it a great name. And I always say that it's not what the player does on the field. It's what he does off the field. That's when we go from good to great. And I got the great Ray Makers in front of me. Ray, how you doing, man? man? I'm doing great. You know, you said I was a young man, man, but I'm a, <laughs> I'm, a I'm an old man now. Well, you know, we, we talked a little bit about some some not quite black beard anywhere, but it's great. But I, man, I'm happy the fact that we're still here because you you and I know that there's some challenging things going on in the National Football League, and uh, you know we've lost some of our our brothers because of you know some of the anxiety, some of the stress, some of the challenges. Uh, in transitioning, but you, you've been doing a tremendous job, and I really do believe that, you know, we go from good to great in what we do off the field. Absolutely. There's some very good football players, but, but football's not great. What you do in life is right. great. And so I, I, I just want to share some moments with you for you to share with the world because you are a great example, man, I, and I know some of the things that you've done, and I want you to share some of those things with people in the world, but, but what I always want to do is I want people, I want to tell people how they can do it. A lot of times 
people just look at us, you know, like the game of golf. We look at the game of golf and we think we can play golf. Right, yeah. I couldn't do it, man. I'm going to be honest. It was a challenge. You can't just look at it and do it. And the transition, you can't just look at it and do it. You got to prepare for it. And I know I heard some great things from you last year, and some people didn't hear those things. But I just want you to share your story like the great Spencer Tillman did in terms of your transition and your preparation. I think that's why Mm -hmm. you've been so blessed is that, your preparation and you started that preparation when Ray? was it like the last day on the job or was it <laughs> early in the career no actually it was early on in my career actually it was my my second year in the nfl you know i started getting business oriented business minded early on in my career I, I i listened to the older guys and that was one thing that i've always done well in my life is always listen to the older guys that already done it and has already been there and they'll tell you where you need to go and so um from there you know i just started uh, sampling different industries, seeing what I wanted to do. Because really, well, when you get out of the football and you try to jump into an industry, it's almost too late. Right. Was it was it easy for you to find those opportunities? Were, were those people knocking at your door? How, how did you find those opportunities that you wanted to, you know, kind of kick the tires? How did you go about that? Um, when you're playing, obviously, everyone's knocking at your door. You know, everyone is. I mean, I got about 10 proposals like a week. Sometimes just come and, and how do those proposals come to? Is it a phone call? Is it a lunch meeting? Do they actually send you something in the mail? Yeah, they, it comes in all different form. You know, they send you stuff in the mail. It could be a friend of a friend of a friend of a family member, and and they come from everywhere. And you kind of just you sift through it all, and you be like, what is it that I really want to do? You know, what do I really want to learn and get good at? You know, because it's not one. It wasn't. It wasn't like what I want to do to make money. Because there's so many things, so many ways, and so many pitches that say, hey, you can make money this way, you can make money that way. But what is it that you really want to do that you're really going to be interested in to make money? And, um, and, and that's where I was at. Well, you know, that's interesting that you said that it's not, don't, don't chase that money. Because I think that's what happens when people get caught up in some scams. Yep. Because it's like they're chasing that money. But you talked about the fact, you know, looking at something that you, that you like to do, that you love to do. And that's one thing about the game of football. You know, it's something they pay us to do that we love. We love to do. You know, and, and so that makes it easy. It's, it's not hard to do that. You know, it becomes more difficult as you get older and, and the challenges of staying healthy. But it's something that you love to do. The first opportunity came your way. Did you love that in terms of that transitional opportunity? Did you love that first opportunity that came? Or was it your second or third when they came to you that you, you know, took a look at and said, oh, man, I think I could learn to love this one. Right. It, it took me a while. It, it, it took it took me a whole lot of pitches, a whole lot of proposals before I really found something that I was really comfortable with learning, you know, because you got you got to uh, almost expect the fact that, you know, you're not going to be an expert at this starting out. All right. You may take some losses in order to learn more about it. The main thing is you don't want to be able to you want to have to take big losses. You know, what I mean, I, I invested in a popcorn and pretzel kiosk that sold Pepsi products for $15,000, you know, and that was back in 1998. Um, at that time, it's not a lot of money when you're making those checks every week in the NFL. You know, obviously now 15000 is a lot of money, but at that time, it was something that if I lost it, would I be okay with? Mm. All right, so I can get to learn this business. It was a calculated risk. It was, it, was, it was a calculated risk. I said, I want to learn this business. They said, hey, if you want to learn this business, this is where you're going to start off at. You know, it was a program 
where I only, only sold popcorn, pretzels, and Pepsi products. I had to hire welfare recipients, and that was a uh, that was the program. But I right, right, I like that because that's the part of of me at least when I talk about good to great. They were welfare recipients, but these are people in need of a job. And here is an app. This is what I really truly believe, and I'm so glad you brought that up. Because I think when you don't have these programs in place, for athletes who perhaps maybe might have the resources to help us rid some of these people of this unemployment line, and you don't have a program in place that they can help provide these jobs, then you're missing an opportunity. Because we're providing a solution to society of how to get some of these people off of welfare because you, you know, had a job for them. So that man, that's a great story in itself, right there. And I want to, I want to make sure that we tell more of that story because what you're doing is kind of like in the recruiting process. When you go to a college and university, everybody gets involved, everybody helps. You know, they want you to come to a great university. Well, they should do that for athletes. Hey, get this guy here because guess what? He's a businessman. He can help our community. He can put some people to work. That's right. That's and that, right. That, that, that is, that, that's, that's where the great comes in at. So what I, want, what I want to do is, let me ask you something. Popcorn, peanuts, and soda. Now, you know we all have big egos, but right. you were comfortable in selling popcorn and peanuts and soda. It wasn't like you had to have a multi-billion dollar business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You went for the popcorn, peanuts. Okay, so was yeah. that some, you know... Okay, I'm going to put my ego aside, and I'm, I'm going to sell popcorn, peanuts, and soda. And yeah, oh, somebody might come by my stand. Oh, yeah, yes, I'm Ray Mickens. But this is, this is me yeah. preparing myself for the next level of success, and this is where I'm starting at. How, how humiliating was that if it was at all? Because some people think, oh, I can't do that. I'm a big pro football player. I can't sell popcorn, peanuts, and soda. Talk to us about that a little bit. I didn't look at it that way. I looked at it as an opportunity to get into the industry. Um, even though it was a $15,000 investment, I was looking for something that I can invest $500,000 in. But I wasn't comfortable with investing that much money into something that I didn't know. I, I need you to repeat that. You end up investing 15000 but you were looking to invest 500000 as much as 500000 Absolutely. And, and, and see, that, that, that's from one spectrum to yeah. the other spectrum. But what yeah. was it that made you think, this is a better start for me than that? Well, I believe, and, and these are just my... my you know, my internal standards, my belief is that I'm not going to invest money into something that I don't know about. I have to learn it. I have to know it up and down before I invest a lot of money into something. You know, there's a lot of, you know, oil, oil wells and, and these salt, salt water trucks and all this stuff that you can make a lot of money from. But and I'm pretty sure you can. All right. And I'm not doubting anybody's pitch that you can make a lot of money on that stuff. But I just don't know anything about it. Therefore, I'm not going to invest five hundred thousand dollars into that. So, so it's important for you, it sounds like, because what yeah. we're looking for is examples of, of success that can be repeated, right. is that it was important for you to know that business yourself, right? and you felt more in control right. of your ultimate success if you knew that yeah. business. I learned, I learned, by selling pretzels and popcorn, I learned about food cost. So it wasn't steaks and, and lobster, but it was pretzels and popcorn. I learned how to read a P&L, which is a profit and loss statement. So now you have to worry about food costs. You got to worry about your labor cost. You got to. There's a lot of other things. Your rent, your overhead. There was a lot of things that I had to learn on that pretzel and popcorn stand kiosk. That now, when I transitioned over into a restaurant that I invested five five hundred thousand dollars into, that I really knew what to expect, where to look for to make money, and how, and where where you can lose money at. 
Wow. You know, and and so I'm that popcorn kiosk. Even though it was giving me a check every month of about six or seven hundred dollars, it felt good because I was writing checks for people that that were going to work. You know, they were on welfare. You know, I was paying Pepsi. I was paying my food vendors, and it was a learning experience for me while I was playing. And uh, that was that was the awesome thing about it. I hope you were listening because if you were not listening, you, you missed a great story there. That's a blueprint for success. You don't have to start big. You can start small, and you're still going to find out the basic fundamentals of business and how to be successful. Mick, thank you so much. Ray Makers, of course. Thank you, Ray. Man, I thank you so much for joining us for the second year in a row. Be safe. I think you're flying out of here. Okay. Yep, we'll see today. you next year. Always a pleasure. <laughs> okay. We're, of course, live at the Player Networking Event, the 13th annual Player Networking Event from New Orleans. And we'll be right back after this break. Communication is the key to success, both on and off the field. I'm communication expert Jill Schiffelbein, the impromptu guru. As a former athlete, I know what it takes to be successful as you go from the locker room to the boardroom and all points in between. I will teach you presentation, communication, confidence. With skills like that, you know you'll always be in business. Get the tools you need to succeed at impromptuguru.com forward slash athletes. Again, that's impromptuguru.com forward slash athletes. The American Business Person Show, the official sponsor of Making Dreams Come True. The American Business Person is designed to engage, educate, promote success, and move people into action. It outlines possibilities and tactics that will help people prevail to make their American dream come true. Contact Rich at TheAmericanBusinessPerson.com for a free consultation to discover how to make your business goals a reality. Join in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel or on demand 24-7 at TheAmericanBusinessPerson.com. You may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get in the game. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to the 13th Annual Player Networking Event, live from Super Bowl 47 in New Orleans on VoiceAmericaSports.com. Now, back to Ray Ellis, Lamar Campbell, and members of the Voice America Sports team. Okay, we're back. Of course, we are live from New Orleans at the 13th Annual Player Networking Event. Uh, I'm just so pleased. Each year, of course, this event becomes bigger and better. And I see more and more young men out here who are handling their business. 
We call this broadcast Handle Your Business. And I, of course, have a young man in front of me who has handled his business. And as a matter of fact, he would like to uh, continue to not only uh, uh, further his business and his success, uh, but to help some other players uh, handle their business. And that is Walter Stith. Walt, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. Man. I just I appreciate you having me on today. And, you know, you and Guy Troop, you all are guys that I look up to because to be able to put on a player networking event, and to see the growth that is taking place from Super Bowl to Super Bowl, I mean, it's just amazing. I'm glad to be a part of it. I appreciate you for having well, me. Well, listen, I appreciate it, man. And uh, you, of course, uh, play for that uh, that great team. I like to call it a great team, although we've never been to a Super Bowl. No, the, Cleveland, to, the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns, yeah. I, I, I was in Cleveland Browns for uh, for a little bit, that, man. That, and that's all it takes, yeah. a little bit of time. Yeah, that's, little time. Bit. What, that's a great experience. Some people never get a chance to have that little bit of time that we put there. I don't yeah. care if it's, if it's one day, one year, 20 years, yeah, off season or whatever it is. It, 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 I, I think all the teams are great in the National Football League, but uh, of course, you know, we've never been to, as a team mm-hmm. to, to this Super Bowl game. And yeah. so, uh, of course, one day they might make it. But I'll tell you what, Walter, one thing that I, I have heard so many great things about you, man, really, I, I have. And I just want you to share, you know, some of your experience as a player who has successfully transitioned and, and some of the things that you do on your daily, you know, from nine to five okay. in terms of your work. And, and just share that success that you've had. In that transition, some of the things that you do as a professional. Absolutely. Well, um, here I'm under um, as a financial advisor with Morgan Stanley now. Um, but how I got there, uh, I majored in finance in college. I graduated from Western Michigan University with a degree in finance. And when I was playing for the Buffalo Bills, uh, I got really involved with the player development. And Paul Lancaster is the director of player development for the Buffalo Bills, and he, he's still currently there. And uh, and I wanted to give back, so I went into a player development office trying to figure out what I could do during the offseason. And one of the things that I knew I wanted to do was to give back to where I came from. I went to Booker T. Washington High School in Atlanta, and I wanted to do uh, a football camp there, and I also wanted to have uh, an academic camp there as well because I understand that as an athlete, it's more important that you're academically and, and intellectually prepared to be an athlete because it's going to help your transition to be academically and intellectually prepared. Now, what you say that and you speak that, but those words, how did you find that out? Was it the fact that you were mentored by somebody else who shared that information with you? Or did it just come natural to you? Perhaps maybe your parents or somebody in the household shared that information with you. Well, I, I can't take any credit for it. You know, I give all praise to my Lord and Savior. You know, I thank God for it because he has really ordered my steps. And he has put the people in my He placed the people in my life that I needed to get to the point that I am now. Uh, you know, my mother and my father are definitely big influences. And my family um, are great influences as well. Um, when I was in high school, there was, there was one program called Why Not Sports. I can tell you about that. And that's actually how I met Guy Troop. It's through Why Not Sports. It's another sanctioned event. And uh, the CEO of Why Not Sports is Nanette Chambliss. And her organization's mission is to educate high school student athletes on the transition from high school to college. And we also educate them on the NCAA requirements to qualify through NCAA eligibility. And I was in that program, and then she went on to do what's called the Sports Career Expo. And she, do, she does that every year. We actually had the Sports Career Expo this year over at Loyola University, where we had local high school student athletes come out. We had a panel of professionals that worked within the sports industry. 
And we also had uh, the NFL came out. They brought the officiating crew, and they did a segment called You Make the Call. And we also had the NCAA there as well. So those type of people in my life and going through those programs let me know that, hey, there's more to football than just being on the field. And so uh, in your career, what year in your career did you actually start exploring opportunities for your transition? You talked about playing for the Buffalo Bills in an internship program. Was that your very first year? That That was the end of my rookie year. Wow. Yeah, that was wow. the end of my rookie year. And so, as an example, obviously, it, it helped you. You, you. you successfully transitioned. Yes. Is, is that what you would tell players to do? Is, hey, man, that first year, you need to find out about what programs are available, what opportunities are available, and get involved that first year? Absolutely. Because I'm sure you've heard this before, and everybody says this. It's not what you know. It's who you know. And being an NFL player, you have the opportunity to – build a network of people and develop a relationship with people that can help you when you're done playing. So when I was playing, you know, uh, and, I, and I took the advantage of the internship with, uh, at the time, with Citigroup Smith Barney, uh, I knew I wanted to work in finance, so I just kept that relationship and kept talking to the advisors that were there and the ones that taught me the business. I worked with Carol Glazer and John Schmidt, who are uh, wealth advisors up in New York City. So they taught me the business, and I just kept that relationship every year. I would call them, hey, how you doing? It asked about me, and you know, as I as I kept going throughout my career, when when I realized that football was done, I just gave him a call. It was that easy. I gave wow. him a call. You know, I said, "Hey, you know, I'm done playing, and uh, you know, I'm ready to start my career as a financial advisor and working wealth management." Was there any any other temptation for you to look at something else, or what was it about that? That, or did you already know going into pro football that's what you wanted to do? Is yeah, in finance. Yeah, I knew I wanted to work in finance. I've always been. Uh, I've always been intrigued by the market and investing, but um, I think that being a financial advisor fit my personality because I'm a people person, you know, and as an advisor, it's a very personal relationship that you have to build with people. And I feel that, especially with athletes, you know, I work with athletes now, uh, a small part of my business is managing uh, the finances of football players um, and professional athletes, but uh, it's only a small part. I work more with endowments and trusts, uh, individuals, retirees, uh, anybody that needs help. Because I'm in the business of helping people, uh, helping people achieve their financial goals. And I feel that my personality is such that people can open up to me, you know, because I, I feel that if I'm authentic and I'm real and I really want to help someone, then they'll open up to me so that I can help them reach their goals. Yeah, Dr. Karen, of course, from LSU yesterday talked to us about likability. Absolutely. You know, having people, that, that personality of which you're approachable, you're likable. Yeah. It's kind of hard for somebody to do some business, particularly talking about managing my finances. Exactly. And I don't like Yeah. Do you like me? We can sit down. You man. man. I like Thanks, man. man. I wish go. I had enough money to give to you, man, but I just... <laughs> you do. Listen, I'll tell you what, but I'm glad to do, uh, to have you here and to, to know that you're able to do some things for some players because speaking of likability uh, is... Does it help the fact that when you approach uh, a former professional athlete to talk about, you know, uh, financial literacy and, 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 and uh, uh, wealth management, does it help the fact that you've been down that road? Does, yeah. does, does that give you somewhat of an advantage or at least they know that you know the circumstances of which they're dealing with? Well, I'll tell you what it does. It, it One, gives me credibility for me saying that, hey, I understand what you're going through. I understand the pressures that come along with being a young man in his early 20s uh, that, that is going into a career where he's going to amass a large sum of wealth at a very young age. 
Um, I also understand that a lot of times when you are going into the NFL, you may come from very humble beginnings. You know, some guys that play in the NFL come from all types of backgrounds. Some guys come from wealthy families. Some guys come from families that are struggling. Some guys come from, you know, very, you know, families that don't have much and don't have much financial literacy, don't know how to handle money. So when they get that money, they feel like, hey, I've made it. And because they had so much of a struggle, they feel the need to supply or, or spread love to their loved ones because they feel like they've made it. In actuality, I try to get them to understand that football is only going to last for so long. And you have what's what I call a unique opportunity. Um, the unique opportunity is you're going to make a lot of money in a very short period of time. But after that short period of time is over, that money has to last for a very long period of time. It's almost the opposite of someone who goes out, goes to school, graduates, and starts a career. And let's say they're making anywhere from thirty to sixty thousand dollars, right? And they're going to work and progress in their career. And eventually, as they put money away into retirement, they're going to build up a, 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 their largest asset for most people, which is their four hundred one k. And they'll have the money to supply their needs in retirement. For professional athletes, it's a lot different. You may play an average of, of three and a half to four years, which is the average three and a half years. But in that short window, you need that money to now last you for 65, 70 years with, you know, the extended life, with life being 92, you know, the expected, you know, when people go into retirement, they retire at 60 and then they want their income to last them for 30 years. Mm -hmm. So um, the life expectancy is the number, is what I was trying to say, 92. Uh, so when you're 30, or when you're 25 and you need that money to last year 92, that's a lot. That's a lot of years that you need money. And if you don't save money to get you through the transition, and if you don't make enough money that's going to last you, you have to have something else to do when you're done with football. Is it become easier for you and your profession to uh, articulate that to an athlete and they actually understand it? Or are they still, you know, fighting um, the, 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 the blueprint of success? that to invest early and, and to save as opposed to splurge. Uh, as the athlete matures in, in understanding the fact that I, I do need to save money and have, uh, let's say, a different uh, sp different spending habits, it's just because they, they can't spend the money like they used to because it's not, that's not going to work. Yeah, it's. I think it's all about the lifestyle that you develop. I tell my guys, my rookies that come in, I say, hey, this is about a lifestyle, right? What type of lifestyle do you want to live? You want to live a comfortable lifestyle, but you cannot live above your means. So until you get to a point where you have a portfolio that can support your lifestyle on throughout retirement, where if you don't work another job, you can continue to sustain yourself. I say we want to develop a sustainable lifestyle, a lifestyle that when you're done playing, you can continue to live. You don't want to have to downgrade after you're done playing because you get so used to things and you get used to things being a certain way, and if you have to downgrade, then that just leads to other things. You know, some guys can't handle that downgrade. We don't want to get into a situation where you have to sell your assets to support your lifestyle. And that, and that makes a lot of sense, and I, I really do wish that more of the younger players would actually take that to heart and, and understand that you are trying to help them maintain and sustain that lifestyle that they enjoy. Exactly. But yeah. 
you got to understand that, listen, if, if a billion's not coming in uh -huh. every, year, <laughs> every year, right? Yeah. You, you're going to have some problems. Listen, uh, Walter, I appreciate it, man. Uh, God definitely. bless you for everything that you're hey, doing. Thank you so much. You're a great example. And again, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, is there a website they can find? Go look at you and find your name and find the business? Or and we're not allowed to say that because you're in the financial world. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But uh, I am with Morgan Stanley. If you, you know, you can find me on, uh, on I guess, findingadvisor.com. You or you can Google my name and you can find me. Well, they're going to Google your name, and they're going to find out a fine football player. Appreciate it. Walter hey, Stiff. Most definitely. Thank and we're so broadcasting much. live, of course, at the 13th Annual Player Networking Event in New Orleans. And we're going to take a break, and then we'll be back. The American Business Person Show, the official sponsor of Making Dreams Come True. The American Business Person is designed to engage, educate, promote success, and move people into action. It outlines possibilities and tactics that will help people prevail to make their American dream come true. Contact Rich at TheAmericanBusinessPerson.com for a free consultation to discover how to make your business goals a reality. Join in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel or on demand 24-7 at TheAmericanBusinessPerson.com. Communication is the key to success, both on and off the field. I'm communication expert Jill Schiffelbein, the impromptu guru. As a former athlete, I know what it takes to be successful as you go from the locker room to the boardroom and all points in between. I will teach you presentation, communication, confidence. With skills like that, you know you'll always be in business. Get the tools you need to succeed at impromptuguru.com forward slash athletes. Again, that's impromptuguru.com forward slash athletes. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Get in the game. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. 